If I were to summarize the dominant director in five words, I would say they are passionate, competitive, dogmatic, demanding, but they are also doers. They get so much done and they don't just get done in their own little world of themselves. They want everybody to get on board with this giant accomplishment, and they just know we can all do it. The dominant director child you are raising is going to be a leader they were born to lead. The question is, what kind of leader are they going to be? Will they lead by power and control and intimidation and trampling others? Or will they learn how to be humble, how to treat other people with dignity, Will they learn to respect the impulsive impactor, the sensitive server, and the careful calculator? Okay, everybody, make room. Squeeze in there. You need to fit all your family in this little tour jeep. Well, hello, I am Val Harrison, the Practically Speaking Mom. And I'm Rich Harrison, the producer and occasional co-host. Val and I are going to be your tour guides We are calling this tour, Here We Go Through Uniquely United 2.0. Recently in this series, we learned that differences are opportunities. By identifying aspects of fast-paced and slow-paced family members and task-focused and people-focused family members. Now we take those four characteristics, fast, slow, and people-task, and we place them on a grid that results in four personality combinations. We will spend four episodes explaining each one of these combinations to learn in each type what they fear, how to motivate them, what brings them joy, how they view rules, what they value, their greatest strength, ways to improve, why they get angry or hurt, and their greatest needs. Now, as you buckle your seatbelts for this tour, we do have two rules for the road. Number one, don't be rigid with this information. None of us are cookie cutter, and it is not meant for labeling each other and staying in boxes. God made us to grow, and labels sometimes hinder growth. Just glean some ideas and know that we humans are each unique designs set in unique circumstances that can affect our personality combinations. Rule number two. We are passing out some empathy glasses for each of you to wear on this tour. The rule is, wear the glasses. Use this information to let the Holy Spirit work in your heart to hone your giftings and shave off the rough edges that may be roadblocks in relationships. Learn to blend and to bless as much as possible by having empathy for who the other people are around you. As you wear your empathy glasses to bless others within your family, you're getting lots of good practice and growth in the home so that then you can step on out into the world ready for strong relationships into your future. So, now that we understand those rules of the road, I believe we're ready. Here we go. Through Uniquely United 2.0. 
As we begin our final episode in our series, Uniquely United 2.0, it's my prayer that you guys will all hear this and not just have all of the family accommodate that one family member and their personality type, but instead use this material to equip each family member about themselves so that they can relate to the world around them better. So use this as a tool to shape and equip, not as a tool to enable and to coddle. That makes someone weak and it keeps them dependent on you. And what you want to do instead is help them to be ready for the world successfully. If you've heard the earlier episodes about this Uniquely United series, then uh, you know that I've been joining Valerie on the podcast. My name is Rich. I'm Val's husband. The person we're going to be talking about is a fast actor. They act quickly. They decide quickly. So they're looking at pretty much the black and white, the surface details, what information is given to us just right in our face in order for us to look at, decide, and act. Uh, and then they're also task-based. So getting the list done is important to them and achieving and accomplishing. So you can kind of start to combine those two varied traits together and you'll start to see this person that we're going to describe today. So this fast task person, they really thrive on a logical order to their world. They work best in a predictable environment and routine. They operate with the facts that they're given, and so they like to have facts about the decisions they're making, but not necessarily spend a lot of time digging in to find more facts. They just tend to take what they've been given, uh, maybe do a little bit of investigating to get some context, but then they act pretty quickly on what they have from the outset. They like structure. They don't like having things changed last minute. They like a plan. They like... <laughs> Silently, I'm over here pointing at his paper saying, focus on the material. Quit, Stick quit to elaborating. The plan. Stick <laughs> to the plan. He he is a task slow, so he wants to, you know, relate all this to you with great detail. And I'm a That's task important. fast. And so I'm like, Get this is supposed to be the bullet point section. Hurry up and get it done. <laughs> Can apply ideas stop, in pragmatic stop. ways. Okay. Uh, anyway, yes, they can apply ideas and, and the decisions they've made in very practical ways, pragmatic ways. So things that are hard for them, working in groups. Now, what's hard about working in groups for a fast task person? Well, for one thing, they have to actually listen to the other people. And they okay. often think that they know best. Their way is best. So everybody just be quiet and buck up and do it my way. That, yes. <laughs> like that, the number one thing they need to learn is that they're not God. Right. <laughs> they that's, think they are. <laughs> that's why I asked you that question. What's hard about working in groups? Because you know very well. So, all right. Something else that's hard for them. Discussions that seem to have no specific point. Emphasize there, seem to have no specific point. Just because a task fast person doesn't see it doesn't mean there's not value in looking at underlying ideas and causes and what was the context of what was going on. Uh, sometimes a fast task person doesn't have the patience for those type of details, but they can be important, especially if your children or your spouse or someone else you're trying to relate to 
does care about those deeper and contextual types of details. So that can be hard, and it's something that a fast task needs to learn to balance. Uh, next, working in an unorganized environment. We mentioned that these people like structure, and it helps them, again, move quickly through their decision-making and through their acting. The unorganized slows them down. It's frustrating. It's disorienting. Uh, they have a hard time following incomplete or unclear directions. These people, the fast task person tends to be pretty inside the lines. Uh, I have these lines and I agree with these lines and they are uh, set up and they are right and they are good. Oh, that's, I suppose I should say that. They stay within the lines that they have firmly established. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they establish the lines and they stay in them and they make others stay in them. So working with incomplete or unclear directions is hard for them. Working in unpredictable situations and people is also hard. They have to uh, adjust on the fly and they can do it, but they don't like it. More abstract ideas are hard for this type of person as well, such as use your imagination or envision this, picture this, or uh, talking about the emotions that someone is feeling because of a situation they were in or different things like that. These are not real concrete ideas. They're more abstract. And so they have trouble with that sometimes. Yeah, they have trouble valuing those things, especially, you know, maybe, maybe they can conceptually get it, but they don't desire to because they don't see value in spending time on that. As you guys hear all of that, I really hope that you will utilize that information to say, okay, that might explain why this conflict is happening in the house. That might explain why some things that make this person so easily upset and seems very unrealistically upset to the rest of us. Okay, so that's helpful to know. Or let me interrupt here, if I can, what is making me so upset about this scenario? What type of person am I? So either I'm seeing it in one of my children or I'm seeing it in myself. Identifying how people are made is very helpful it's helpful for the rest of the family so that they're more understanding. However, it is very important for each personality type as they learn about themselves to work on being more palatable to the world around them. Now, I can be stubborn and be like, well, this is the way I am. This is the way God made me, and you all better get used to it. And don't judge. And that was the way I used to be until... I realized that I was destroying the relationships around me. I was totally squashing the personalities around me. And so that, as I said in, in week one of this Uniquely United series, I wasn't getting to know the real kid below the surface because I was being so quick and things needed to be done my way because it was the right way. They didn't feel safe sharing themselves with me or me making space and time for their real selves. So let me offer a perspective from the other side. If I am a parent who is not that type, but I am not intentional about 
learning to relate to my children of that type or my spouse of that type, then I may not be actively squashing relationships, but I am passively allowing relationship to gradually diminish and gradually just kind of drift away because I am unwilling to step up and know myself and relate properly. So there is risk in both ways, all of us, no matter what type, no matter if we are this fast task or if we live with a fast task, we must learn to uh, meet them where they're at. Our youngest is this personality. She's a dominant director or a fast task. And she will trample her older sister that's five years older than her. She will totally railroad things. And so we have had to equip the older one to not allow that to happen, you know, to have some boundaries and have some self-respect and to not allow someone else to railroad over her. Also, with the, the youngest one who tends to do that, we've had to help her learn how to temper that. And, and for if I can, again, I'll interject here. For both of them, we come at it from an angle of you are the one who needs to preserve the relationship with your sister. So the younger one, you need to temper yourself to preserve your relationship. For the older one, you need to assert yourself to preserve the relationship. It's both about neither one of you allowing that relationship to be damaged. Let's talk for a few minutes about if you are this parent that is a dominant director parent, here's what you need to work on increasing. You need to increase your tenderness, your listening skills. Whoa, that sounds to me like you got to slow down then. Your mercy, your humility. So those four things, and this would be the same if you are the parent of a task fast. You want to be helping them work on tenderness, listening skills, mercy, and humility. Okay, the next category, how you need to treat your family. So if you're a task fast, you need to begin valuing each perspective, their input, their ideas, how they're different from you. Recognize the value that they bring to the table, that they bring to the entire unit of the family. Are there practical ways then that we can teach maybe we have a fast task child and it's hard for them, it's not natural to them to see the value in someone else who takes longer or who slows things down? Is there practical ways that we can teach a fast task child to recognize that? The fast task person is a very hard-headed person, to be honest. They, they may be one of your hardest ones to impact change because they really believe they're right. They really believe that their way is the best way and that you just don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> where where if you took like the opposite, who is a, a slow people person, you can appeal to their compassion and how it affects the relationship and, you know, that kind of thing. And they will listen and they will seek to adjust that. So it really is tougher, but I I would like to continue to work through these different aspects of this character. And, and you'll get to some yeah, and maybe for that. we'll be able to reveal some of that along this way. Which, of course, having your child just listen to this can help too. 
the greatest quality of a fast task person is they, their leadership and their ability to overcome obstacles. Obstacles, they'll go over, under, around, or through any obstacle that stands in their way. There's no issue there. If it's something they have determined that they want to do, their greatest value is conquering things. It is justice. It is speed. Go ahead. Well, you mentioned justice there, and I think that is one of those ways that we can appeal, one of those qualities in them that we can appeal to when we are trying to teach them to care about others more is that idea of justice. I like that you pointed that out because that that's right. They, they can identify with the concept that, listen, you have been heard. The others deserve to be heard. Right. And, and they're, they're very logical. And so that they, that would speak to them. Also, if they understand that that slow person, it's not that they're slow because they're uh, lackadaisical about the what's going on. It's because they're thinking of a whole bunch of different aspects of it that the fast person, the fast task isn't thinking of. So if we can help the fast task understand, hey, we need to give them time to analyze a whole lot of different aspects about this. So if you need to, you bring an extra book to read while you're waiting for this person to think about it, or, you know, have some other activity that you can be focused on a little bit while you are giving them time to work on their part. Okay, so back to the greatest value. You mentioned they bring a value of conquering a situation. They bring a tremendous sense of justice. And what was that last one? Speed, which is just obvious that that would be a value of theirs. Okay, regarding rules, what's their perspective on that? They are black and white, as Rich already mentioned. There's not a lot of gray area for them. And they want rules to be effective, they want them to be just, and they want them to be systematic. So you can't be like, uh, one day the rule is this, and this is the consequence, and the next day the rule is this, and this is the consequence. And honestly, that is unhealthy for any child, regardless of their personality type. That is not what you want as a parent, because it also devalues your words, you know, but anyway, they are very into the system being clear. And okay. and yeah, system very, very consistent. How do you earn the respect of a fast task child? Uh, this is about maintaining the right to influence. A dominant director really cares about truth and accuracy. And they care about you being confident. If you are a parent who comes across as not confident, I'm telling you that the fast task child does not respect that at all. And so they have a really hard time taking your rules or taking your advice because they don't see confidence in you. And let me interject here as a slow parent. Again, looking at deeper contexts, analyzing things from different directions causes my reactions and my responses to be slower. And that's what I mean by slow. As a parent who is that type of person, I am one who sees multiple sides of a situation. And so when I'm trying to accommodate those multiple angles to a situation, Sometimes that comes across to a fast task child as 
not confident because I'm making allowances for other things potentially in their mind. And so I've had to learn both with my children and and people that I work with that, okay, I can see the other sides of it, but they are focused on this and I am just going to zero in on that and I'm going to give an answer confidently and I'm going to give direction with confidence and uh, not giving other angles and contingencies. No contingencies. This is how this particular piece of this is. If you want to talk about other contingencies, we can do a sidebar, talk about it later. But right now, this is the way it is. Another thing I might interject right here is if you've got a kid that is this fast task, and so respect is hard for them to, it is hard to gain their respect. Something that is important for you to teach them is that every single person has intrinsic value and you will treat every single person with honor and respect, whether you feel respect and honor for them or not. And then you can also teach them the principle that our actions can lead our hearts and our feelings. And also, if you put that in context of, you know what, you are being very feeling based right now, you are treating them dishonorably and disrespectfully from a place of your emotions. You need to be more objective about this and treat them with value and respect and dignity because they're a human and they deserve it. And they're your sister or their brother or your brother or your father or whatever. And so that also really touches them because they do not want to be emotion driven. They want to be logic based. And I'll tell you what, something else, a great, great strength of this personality type is once they get a rule in their mind, once they establish for themselves that this is right and this is the way it is, such as, I'm picking up on something you just said, Valerie, of teaching them that all people have intrinsic value and we treat them that way. Once they really get that established in their minds, they do not waver. For the rest of their lives, these people hang on to that rule because it is right, and they do not come off of that. So that's a tremendous value and strength of this type of person. Okay, so we're still on the aspect of how to earn their respect. And the next one on there is directness, being direct. And this is very interesting in that, yes, they don't like beating around the bush at all. They hate that. But also, when you're really direct with them, and you put them in their place from a a direct way, they can come across as pretty upset about that. But there's this other side of them that actually really respects you for it. Definitely. Really respects Mm -hmm. the fact that you just stood up to them. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I think of this just the other day, actually, our son, he's a slow people person. Okay. So his values are the exact opposite of mine. I'm a fast task. He's a slow people. And so all of his life, I have had to, you know, really have extra patience and and stuff like that, right? But he also has been the child that's been so accommodating to what I want, you know, because he is this relationship-based kid, right? But of course, I wanted to develop in him a strength in his character and things. So he was home from college last weekend. And I asked him about something. And he very firmly was like, Mom, you've asked me about this the last three times I've come home. (laughs) And I want you to know something. I feel very confident in how I'm handling this. 
and I'm going to continue handling it this way. So he was confident and, and direct. And yeah. what did that do to you? So <laughs> part of me <laughs> was super bugged. <laughs> and the other half of me was so proud, you know? So I told him that. I was like, so I am warring inside of myself right now because I know you think it should happen a different way. And so I'm a little bugged that you don't think my way's the best way. But ultimately, I am so proud of you that you are a young man who is being firm in your convictions and you're analyzing something and doing what you think is right no matter what. And that is leadership and that is you being ready to tackle life. Okay, well, (laughs) we are running kind of long here, so... To wrap it up, we've been talking today about whether it's ourselves or whether it's people we know. Who are these personality types that combine fast decision-making, fast acting with task-oriented? So a fast task person is what we've been calling them. Yes, so we ran out of time. I'm going to just briefly summarize. What we did not cover was what does the dominant director fear? They fear humiliation appearing weak or wrong. (laughs) They want to be right and they want to win. So they fear losing as well. Now, do they get hurt or do they get angry? Often our anger is based on pain or hurt, but it definitely comes out most of the time more in anger than in appearing sad or hurt. So what things make them angry? Manipulation, dishonesty, humiliation. If I were to summarize the dominant director in five words, I would say they are passionate, competitive, dogmatic, demanding, but they are also doers. They get so much done and they don't just get done in their own little world of themselves. They want everybody to get on board with this giant accomplishment, and they just know we can all do it. And so these dominant directors truly are leaders. The dominant director child you are raising is going to be a leader they were born to lead. The question is, what kind of leader are they going to be? Will they lead by power and control and intimidation and trampling others? Or will they learn how to be humble, how to treat other people with dignity? Will they learn to value all of the personalities around them or think that only their personality is valuable? Will they learn to respect the impulsive impactor, the sensitive server, and the careful calculator? That represents all four of the personality types that we have worked on in Here We Go through Uniquely United 2.0. This draws it to a conclusion. If you are on my email list, you should check out your most recent email for a chart that lists all of the details that we have covered over these four personality combos, you know, their fears and what they're best at and what they need and what motivates them. So many different details that we've gone over can all be found in this chart of all four personality combinations. You can print that off for free and reference it whenever you want to if you receive my emails. If you are not on my email list or if you're listening to this later than when it originally aired, you can still get it, but you're going to need to go to my shop, practicallyspeakingmom.com slash shop, 
And then you're going to just look for the picture of a Jeep that has animals in it. And that is the personality chart of needs. You can also look for the words, here we go, through Uniquely United 2.0. We will have a link in the show notes to this chart. If you're getting it late and on my shop, then it is $2. But if you're getting it from the, the email, then it is free. If you want to be a part of my email list for the future, you just want to go to practicallyspeakingmom.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, enter your email address, and you will be in. Now this, like I said, wraps up the four-week series called Here We Go through Uniquely United 2.0. This also wraps up our third season of the Practically Speaking Mom podcast. This has been such a blessing to be a part of your lives during season three. Next week, there's going to be a really important announcement on the podcast, as well as a sneak peek into season four. So I hope that you will join me right here next week for that. There are two resources that you may find helpful with this series. The first is an audio workshop that Val taught called Help, My House is Full of Difficult Personalities and One of Them is Mine. The other is Val's book called Clash in Your Home, Getting a Game Plan for Cleaning Up the Conflict. You can find both of these resources by going to practicallyspeakingmom.com and click on Shop. One last thing, the Uniquely United ongoing occasional series covers so much more than just these four personality combinations. We'll return to the Uniquely United series again a couple of times a year for another leg of our tour through the ways that God has made our families uniquely united. We sure enjoy spending this time with you each week. We'll see you next Monday. Sound effects from zapsplat.com.